You are now listening to a Real Media Network production. Welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 160 of the film. <laughs> um, I'm Mike Brace, and I'm here with my wife, Jenna. Hi. Hi there. How are you doing? Good. How is you? I'm good. Yeah. This, good. Uh... Build up on pizza? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Day three of pizza. <laughs> you make it sound like it's uh, um, an experiment or something. The subjects have had <laughs> three days exposure to pizza. lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Let's see how the body reacts to a fourth day of pizza. That's so funny. No, we're done, luckily. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 160. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, pretty good. How are Just you feeling? Just before we started recording, <clears throat> we started panicking that maybe 10 minutes of credits isn't realistic. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's only maybe like It's five. probably not 10 minutes of credits. <laughs> Although, well, look. I don't know. A lot of look. people worked on it. Yeah. Look at the big gap there at the end. Like that, you know, that last circle yeah. on the on the thing is probably the last scene. Right, or it again? would say that it would probably be credits, right? Okay. Mm, yeah, maybe. Because those little dots on the on the timeline. Yeah. Those um, are like the new like. Those are the new chapters, chapters. right? And that's gonna be okay. the credits is always a separate chapter right so anyway we're stop complaining yeah get it done let's talk about this minute jenna what what happened so that guy is like using rose as a flotation device (laughs) and luckily jack comes just at the perfect time he was able to find her in all of the chaos and he's like hey don't do that and then he beats the guy to a bloody pulp. I'm pretty a sure... Bloody pulp. You don't see any blood. Okay. To a pulp. Pretty sure he kills him. Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. Because he's... afterwards, like, behind Rose, you see a body face down in the water. I think that was someone else oh. that they swam by. What? Yeah. No. Was... Yes. They're not moving. The body? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know that. But that's someone else. They had been swimming for a no, while. No, 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 yes. no. I know who you're talking about. That's somebody else. After he punches Rose, or after he punches <laughs> the guy and says, like, okay, Rose, let's start swimming. As they start to first move behind Rose, because it's a shot looking at her behind her where he was. There is a body <clears throat> oh. face down. Okay. Yeah. But yes, they start swimming, and this is the first time I noticed 
because I've never really paid attention, that you can already see some kind of what I would assume is dead people. Because, um, yeah, they go by another guy who isn't moving and appears dead. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, so uh, Jack just keeps saying, like, come on, Rose, like, keep swimming. And she's like, it's so cold. He's like, come on, keep swimming. And they I know. somehow uh. just swim away from the chaos. Yeah. To this one large floating piece that is no visible is to everyone to else. To. Yeah, like it's so unrealistic. First of all, okay, we'll finish. Yeah. Finish. Okay, so then it, we there's come not much left, to but. the famous uh, part of the movie where Rose, you know, he's like, "Okay, get on." So she climbs onto this giant. Do we discover it's not a door? Yes. Yes. It's not a it's door. Not. It's, it's just, just a piece debris. of wooden debris. Yeah. Okay. And it's probably part of a wall. Oh. So she gets on it, and then he tries to climb on it, trying to get on it from the same direction she got on it. So, of course, it starts to overturn, mm-hmm. and then he just gives up. He never tries He's like, okay, you get on it. I'll yeah. just stay in the water. Yeah. All he had to do and, and it's was funny. go to the other side. And get on from a different angle. Yeah. Like, they're both trying to get on at the same angle, same mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. And, and it's... Oh, oh, oh. the dialogue is so oh, stupid, too. Like, because, yeah, it shows she's like, oh, it's so cold. It's like, just keep swimming, keep swimming. Uh, not as, like, delightful as Dory's theme song. <laughs> but he just like keeps berating her like keeps swimming yeah. and then here okay so she gets on she's on yeah good and then he tries to get on and he overturns the whole thing and then he's freaking out at her stay on it rose stay on it it's like she only fell off because <laughs> you tried to get on and you overturned the whole thing and yeah. uh, uh, i just hate the way he talks <laughs> yeah. um all of his lines are ridiculous uh, another and, thing that bothers me i know it's nighttime i get that what color is nighttime it's blue but it's too blue it's, too blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like ozark it's like yeah it's, it's too like, blue not natural okay go on no i was just gonna say that um like the whole thing is so so unbelievable to begin with. So, okay, he goes further down. He gets sucked further down with the ship. She comes straight up or whatever. And then well, he just like manages he, to find... I don't find... think he got sucked further down. I think he got pushed away. You took his shot as going downwards from Rose. I took it as him going sideways like this and just pulled away. Either way, it's ridiculous because for him to like have found her, yeah, in the middle of all of that, yeah, so unrealistic. Especially because half the time she's under the water. Yeah, yeah. I know she comes up every couple every so often, and yells but... Jack, I think, but mm-hmm. you'd never be able yeah. to tell where that noise is coming no, from. No, exactly. And then they just swim away, barely. Like, first of all, like. The sound is hilarious because they swim, they're like, you know, maybe 10 feet away from the whole, the rest of the hundreds of people and like 
the sounds almost completely cut out of yeah. like the sound of all of them right. screaming is almost yeah. completely cut out it's not as but there you can still see them yeah but you can still see them so t- like in some of the shots like in in the reverse shot of yeah. this like you could see them in the background but you barely hear them but then again yeah how does no one else know that this is here everyone else would have swamped it anyway the whole thing is just does it bother you in like tv shows when like you know the main characters are in like a room but you can't hear any of the other actors talking but the main characters like if there's a show and like they're at a bar or like a dance club yeah no i get that yeah 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 no i get it it's just it's just funny how you can like you can hear it where like as soon as they're like a certain amount of like mm-hmm. strokes, you know, uh, away from yeah. them, it like pretty much completely cuts out. Yeah, uh, it's just not realistic <laughs> at all. But I get it. Yeah, again, of course, like that's the way you would film it. Like that's how you would capture the scene and what you you want to be able to hear them talking, not a bunch of people screaming. So no, I totally get it. It's just funny that you know that. Yeah. It, I get it. You're funny. I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell I me what I am. You just want credit for being hilarious. <laughs> <Aww>. <coughs> Healthy. Ouch. Aww. Okay, so. What do you... Uh, what should I talk about? Okay, well here. I'm just going to go over to this. Um, because this is... Yeah, this is good. This is good stuff to know. Uh, <laughs> all right, so from uh, entertainmentweekly.com, myth bu- uh, so I think we've talked about this before. And Mythbusters? Yeah, Mythbusters had an episode where they did this. Oh. They, they covered this topic and, okay. and what would have happened. Okay. Uh, so Mythbusters settles the Titanic debate. Is this before after they knew that it broke into three after. pieces? Okay. Yeah. Oh, in the three pieces? I'm not sure. But but specifically this survival Oh, the instance, door! Like yes, specifically yes, yes, this yes. moment. Uh, so Mythbusters settles the Titanic debate. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sunday night on Discovery's Mythbusters Mythbusters hosts Adam Savage and Jamie Hindman uh, took on the most requested myth in the show's history. Did Jack needlessly die in James Cameron's Titanic, or could he and Rose have both survived on that wooden board? They're not even calling it a door here. I've seen a lot of other places call it a door. Yeah. Uh, but this is not. Uh, Cameron himself appeared in the episode explaining that the film's re-release in 3D reignited the debate and he needs to know whether the movie got it right or, as he says, <laughs> fans put it to him in dozens of emails every day, Rose is selfish, so is a selfish so-and-so and Jack's an idiot. The answer? It is plausible that Jack, uh, Rose and Jack could have both stayed afloat on the board and survived hypothermia just long enough to be rescued, but only if they had thought to tie Rose's life jacket underneath the board to help with its buoyancy. No! Yeah. Otherwise, the weight of both of their bodies would have sunk the board low enough in the freezing water that they would both have would have died. Mm-hmm. Let's break it down further. 
For the hypothermia test, Cameron said Fifth Officer Harold Lowe, who rescues Rose in the film, began his search about 20 minutes after the ship sank and continued for about 45 minutes, according to survivors. Since Rose is one of the last people to be rescued in the film, the officer hears her whistle right as he is about to give up. They decided 63 minutes is fair. To test whether a human could have survived that long in freezing conditions, Jamie built Thermoman, a dummy with gelatin flesh and a water-heated copper cardiovascular system that was rigged to uh, monitor body temperature. Once they had him at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, they submerged him in 29 degree water and timed how long it took him to reach deadly hypothermia. They pronounced Jack dead at 51 minutes because his body temperature dropped to below 85.6. Uh, 85 degrees Fahrenheit, which means he would have experienced loss of motor control and not been able to hold on to the board. So the movie had that right. Jack would have drowned. In the second hypothermia test, Thermoman was warmed back up to 98.6 degrees, dressed in his wet clothes, and set hovering above the freezing water in 29 degrees Fahrenheit. Though uh, the drop of body temperature, the drop of body temperature drop was nearly identical. The difference was that when he reached the temperature that would cause him to become immobile, he was laying safely on top of the board. He wouldn't have drowned. That brought uh, that bought him more time. As long as he was rescued, <coughs> excuse me. As long as he was rescued before his body temperature dropped below eighty-two degrees Fahrenheit, he could be revived at 63 minutes. Thermoman's core body temperature was 82.5 degrees Fahrenheit, so technically Rose would have been alive to be rescued. What the show didn't address, though, was how would she have been able to pry Jack's frozen hands off the board so she could slide off and then swim to get a hold of the whistle that she blows to signal low in the movie if she had no motor control. As for whether the board could have supported both Jack and Rose for 63 minutes, Adam first did a small-scale test using dolls and a board made of the same wood used in the film. The, The board tipped immediately and started to sink. Point for Cameron. Next, Jack Savage and Rose Heinemann did a full-scale test in the water, scaling up the board's buoyancy to adjust for their increased mass as stand-ins for the actors, and outfitting Rose with a period-accurate life jacket made with the same materials and buoyancy as the one Winslet wears in the movie. It took Jack multiple attempts to be able to climb aboard the stabilize and stabilize the board, but it sunk low enough in the water that drowning after loss of motor control would would have been a danger. That's when they tried Rose's life jacket underneath the board, which raised it enough that they could position 80% of their bodies out of the water while resting on the board without needing to hold on. They made it 63 minutes. We with all We've learned, I think Jack's death was needless, Heinemann concluded. So yes, it's plausible that both Jack and Rose could have survived on the board if they MacGyvered her life jacket. Cameron's good-humored response, I think you guys are missing the point here. The script says Jack died. He has to die, so maybe we're screwed up and the board should have been a little ti- a tiny, 
a little tiny bit smaller, but the dude's going down. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, they should have just made it smaller. So yeah. it didn't seem so stupid. Yeah, and, like, neat, yeah, because it's just, like, yeah. I don't know. And, like, it, it honestly, I guess, yeah, they obviously know what they're talking about, but it does seem like they could have just, like, I don't know, positioned themselves in a way that, mm. like, yeah, they just, they shouldn't have been trying to get on in the same spot. Like, Yeah. I guess I wasn't really thinking about, like, it, with sinking, both of them yeah. being on, it Yeah, it would go down. a bit lower down. But if they were just, like, in a different... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we're not experts. Mm. What? I guess we are. Come on now. Of course. <laughs> We've been watching this movie for, <laughs> for so <a> long. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a year yeah. now. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that should just about do us yep. for this episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. See you in a minute. Said it right this time. This week, all of them are going to be right.